With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Mac Talk Live. What's going on, everybody? Tony Colombo. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's happening? What's happening, buddy? As we uh, as we figure everything out, you notice we are doing a lot of uh, easy things. Like now, we're doing things songs. This week, it's uh, CM Punk's Culture Personality. I gotta be honest. Before we get into this week's tens. Uh, I don't know if I could ever put this as one of my favorite wrestling theme songs because I loved it as a regular song first. One of the most underrated rock bands of all time. And because of what a great regular song is, I think I could put it on my list of greatest rock songs ever. So that'll be a discussion for another day. All right. Well, welcome, as I said, to Smack Talk Live. And uh, a big announcement, I guess, for the Smack Talk Livers which, depending on where this podcast falls, it may not even be a big announcement. But I feel excited about talking to it. Tony, do you want to do you want to tell the people about our new homish? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, uh, those of you who are not familiar with what Dennis and I do in our regular lives, both of us have uh, a lot of radio experience, and I work for a radio station in St. Louis, FM News Talk 97.1, and uh, our website at my radio station is the new home of Smack Talk Live, and you can hear all of our podcasts, our lists, our uh, Raw and SmackDown reviews, our pay-per-view reviews, everything that we're talking about, you can find the home now of Smack Talk Live at 971talk.com slash Columbo. And that's 971talk.com slash Columbo. Of course, we'll be putting that on our Twitters, and you know we'll be linking that to everything that you already follow us on, so it won't be hard to find. But that is the new home of the podcast and a place that you can go and find everything about everything that we're doing. So awesome stuff, and it's just really cool to be tying this in with the radio Well, without further ado, I believe that we have a list this week. The tens, as we call up Dodie Colombo. What are we doing this week? (laughs) This week we are doing our favorite submissions, our favorite wrestling submissions. And since I went first last time, I think that it's only fair that you go first this time. That's 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 more than fair. All right, as my number ten, uh, I'm I'm thinking out of the box. I absolutely love the tap out by Page as a submission hold. If you've not seen it, it's hard to explain. Go go find it on YouTube. But Page's tap out submission is my number ten, Tony. God, good one. You 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 stole my thunder out of the box early. 
going to be a surprise um, coming in just a few minutes. But uh, that's a great one. Pages, the PTO. That's very good. My number 10, I, w- I started with a classic. Um, one of the most classic wrestling holds of all time. And one made famous by several people, but none more than Roddy Roddy Piper. And that is the classic sleeper hold. The old classic, just the, just the classic one arm around the forehead, one arm under the chin. It knocked out very, very few people. It, that mattered, at least. <laughs> it knocked out many jobbers, and it, it was the spark of many comebacks of great baby faces. But uh, I love the sleeper hold, and I love Roddy Piper, so that's my number 10. I'm not even going to tell you where, but it is on my list. Uh, my number nine. All right, I like it. My number nine is the Lion Tamer. Not to be confused with the Boston Crab or whatever Chris Jericho does now, but I love the old, more inverted Boston Crab that he did where it was the knee into the back and the legs pulled up more. To me, that I I could have even put it higher, but I put it number nine on my list. Absolutely. I I completely agree with that and... There is a massive difference between the Lion Tamer and the Boston Crab. Yes. It's not the same move. And the classic Lion Tamer is a great one. My number nine is not the PTO, but it is the bank statement. Sasha Banks' bank, bank statement, particularly the way she puts it on some of these more flexible women like Charlotte, just looks like she's absolutely folding them in a 90 degree angle um uh, just it, it's so impressive looking and it has to, it has a lot to do with the person taking it but sometimes the bank statement just looks absolutely devastating and so i, I that i thought i was going to be the first one to put a mm. female submission move on there and and let you in but you beat me to it. But my number nine is the bank statement. My number eight, and as we all become a little more comfortable in talking about him and, and whatever his past situation was, but Chris Benoit's the crippler crossface. Devastating. One of those other moves where you had to have the other person help sell it, but that there was nothing more devastating than the crippler crossface. I love it. Good one. Very good one. My number eight is the Cobra Clutch slash Million Dollar Dream. It's the same hold, but it's the it's the same hold. It's it's a very unique take on a sleeper. It was made famous by Sergeant Slaughter and of course the Million Dollar Man. The the Million Dollar Dream is my number eight. I, I like it. My number you, nine you, you laughed. I, I did because once again it's on my list. We don't talk, by the way, about our list oh, before. Nice. No. no, no. So no, there, we don't. We do not. My number seven, AJ Lee's Black Widow. Holy cow! When she oh. has that thing locked in, it is a phenomenal. It's a phenomenal submission hold. It looks painful, and you know, for for a female, that is one of my favorite female submission holds. Amazing about it too is that she 
well, she's smaller than almost every yes. competitor. But she can she can seemingly lock that on people that are twice as big as she is, and somehow hold their whole entire body weight off the ground and twist them in that move. It's an impressive one. Very good. Uh, my number seven is the Kimura. Brock Lesnar's Kimura. I like when Brock just used to threaten to break people's arms. I am not a – Brock Lesnar to me is a, will always be a heel. I, I don't understand when, when people think that he's a face. He doesn't do anything to be a face except, I guess, just be a badass. He is, he, is, he is a mean, destructive force, and when he would just casually threaten to break people's arm with the Kimura, it seemingly could just do it to anybody at any time that he wanted to do it. I, I, the realism involved, because it's a real MMA hold and all of that, I wanted to put it on the list. So my number seven is Brock Lesnar's Kimura Lock. My number six... And probably not giving it the respect it deserves, but I have a feeling it was higher on your list, so I didn't feel bad about pimping it on my list, is the sharpshooter. Uh, every great 90s match would ended in the sharpshooter. And it, it's hard to say other moves that came off of it. Like, you know, Sting had a version of it. You had the Rock steal it. The Texas Cloverleaf is an offshoot of it. The sharpshooter to me spun so many different versions of it, it had to be on my list. More to come in the sharpshooter discussion, so stand by for that. Very good one, though. My number six, I will be surprised if you put this on your list because it's, in actuality, it's a terrible move. There's nothing painful about it. And, well, it's Lex Luger's torture rack. I just think the torture rack is freaking cool looking. And I used to do the torture rack to my little brother on a regular basis. <laughs> wow. Because he was so much smaller than he was so much smaller than me. I just think the torture rack is unique and cool. But it doesn't hurt anything. <laughs> but I just it always cracked me up how quickly men would tap to the torture rack. Uh, it's, sometimes Lex Luger would throw a person in the torture rack and the bell would start ringing immediately. Like, they didn't even have time because the move was so devastating. They weren't even going to let a person be in it for more than a few seconds. Uh, when in actuality, it doesn't hurt at all. But it's super cool looking and it's super unique. So Lex Luger's torture rack is my number six. Uh, do you want to flip on the fives? Um, it's up to you. Because... It's up to you. Do you like leading the way or you want to flip? Uh, I like leading the way because my number five is All the right. torture rack. Oh, wow. Well, see, I, I'm shocked. I wouldn't have expected you to do that. I'm a WCW guy and ex for all the same reasons. And it was one of those holds. You know, we look through some of these holds, you know, now and, you know, they were broken out of. But I'm not sure if I could ever remember seeing anybody break out of the torture rack it, it just didn't happen no. and for me that's Once why it was set in. yeah it, and and yeah you're right it was aesthetically beautiful when he did put it on because it looked painful yep yep and i don't think anybody lasted more than 30 seconds in it. no 
Absolutely not. What was what's your Once number you were five? In the rack, it was over. Uh, my number five is the Camel Clutch slash Accolade. So Iron Sheik made it famous, of course, the Camel Clutch. Actually, the Camel Clutch, one of the oldest wrestling holds there is. And then Rusev has given it all new, devastating life uh, with his version of it that he called the Accolade. And uh, I don't, very few people have ever gotten out of Rusev's Accolade, so... Um, just a just a devastating move. It looks great, and uh, my so that's my number five. My number four is the figure four leg lock. I know it's probably on your list, and I didn't want to have it too high because it was just seemed like one of those moves that was very painful, and people would reverse it all the time. And when that happened, we all geeked out as kids because like, oh my god, he flipped it. But how do you not have that on there? You reverse the pressure. Yes. All you have to do with the figure four is all you have to do with the figure four is roll over, and suddenly all the pressure is reversed, and they're and they're in excruciating pain. And we believe. I'm not sure is true. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's try it. Yeah, I told you a minute ago about my. Yeah I, yeah, I told you a minute ago about my little brother. So I was much bigger. I'm seven years older than my my brother, <laughs> and so so every when we would wrestle as kids. Every power move was my move, so I was choke slammed and power bombed because he was so much smaller. He had to become a technician and a master of the submission hold, and he could slap on a figure four like nobody's business. And when it's on right, it honestly does hurt. But the flipping over thing does not work. At least it doesn't ever anything I was ever able to pull off. <laughs> Just a little FYI. <laughs> You're, uh, where are we at? My you, number four? You're number four, Tony. My number four is Undertaker's Hell's Gate. That's the a... Hell's Gate is a, is a badass maneuver. It, it's a real MMA hold. It just looks great. So I, uh, and it's got a, it's got a, it's got a threatening, awesome name. I think the real name of it is like, it's like the go-go something. <laughs> it's got a crazy, it's like the go-go Pekka or something like that. It's like it's a crazy name and for real. But Undertaker's Hellgate, I always thought, is a, is a devastating, good-looking, realistic hold. So, um, my number four. Uh, you know... If we have time, I, I want to get to the Hell's Gate and talk about it. But let's get through this list because that might be one I, I have to question okay. you on. But my number three. All right, I like it. My number three is the classic sleeper hold. Uh, I you, you said it earlier. I want to wow. go back to it. But, yeah. But from it was never devastating, but it was always the turning point in the match. And it's been in just about every single match. Since the Donna time, you still see it pop up. Dolph Ziggler uses it. To me, a move like yeah. that, you know, in the days where the leg drop and the atomic drops are all gone and you don't see them anymore, the sleeper hold, the classic sleeper hold, is still around. Yeah, I love it. Good one. I love it. Um, for my number three, you just took one of mine from earlier in the list. I'm now taking one of yours from earlier on the list. I am shocked that you didn't have this one higher. My number three submission hold of all time 
is the Lion Tamer slash Walls of Jericho done properly with the knee on the small of the back or on the neck, not the Boston Crab, but the 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 actual original Lion Tamer slash Walls of Jericho that he still does every now and then. You'll still see that every now and then, but but mostly he just puts people in Boston Crab these days. Yeah, that breaks my heart. Uh, where are we at? Your number two? My number two is the Taz mission, Tony Colombo. When Taz, <laughs> when, yeah, when, when Taz would lock that in and then wrap his legs around the guy on the ground and just uh, wrench on him, I would geek out yes. every single time. I I watch, I started watching <laughs> ECW just because of Taz. And, and to me, that submission hold looked amazing when he had it in. Yes, I didn't. I didn't put it on my list. It had honorable mention. It was considered. I'm glad you used it because it's a good one. My number two, once again, going back a little bit on your list, the figure four leg lock, just because of its iconic nature. Uh, no pun intended with the word nature there. Um, but everything that needs to be said about the figure four has already been said. It's my number two. It's one of the it's one of the most legendary submission holds there is. Now we get to do the number ones. Go ahead. My number one was actually one of your later submissions, and uh, I I feel I feel justified even now that it's on your list putting it here, but. The Cobra Million Dollar Dream Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> to the me, Cobra Clutch to slash me, Million Dollar Dream. Yes. Listen, it was Sergeant Slaughter would slap that on. It was phenomenal. When the Million Dollar Man would do that and then jerk the guy around, and in you know moments afterwards he's shoving money in the guy's mouth and you know go buy yourself <laughs> a cab. To me, you know there was nothing. In my eyes as a kid, there was nothing more devastating than putting that on. And anytime you tried, you never got it right. I, I could never figure out how to slap that hold on. And, uh, you no. know, I, I just I just geek out for my number one, the Cobra Clutch slash Million Dollar Dream. I love it. And you're so right about the way that the Million Dollar Man used to just jerk people around once he had it on there to, for added effect. Yes. Um, great stuff. My number one is the don't call it a sharpshooter Scorpion Deathlock. My number one wow. hold of all time. Stings, not the sharpshooter now, Stings Scorpion Deathlock, which is actually slightly different than a sharpshooter. They, I don't remember which foot goes first, but whatever it is, one of them wraps the right foot before they wrap the left foot, and it's vice versa on the other one. But Sting's Scorpion Deathlock is my number one, and I'm, I'm just having a little fun. Of course, I will accept the Sharpshooter um, in all of its versions as well. But uh, that I think is mostly just the kid in me because Sting was my favorite wrestler. And there was a time when the Scorpion Deathlock was absolutely inescapable and winning, winning world championships over the likes of Ric Flair 
and others. Just awesome stuff. One of the most devastating holds ever. All right, so I have to ask you then, uh, why the sh- why the Deathlock over the Sharpshooter for you? Probably, probably just because of probably just because I love Sting. Okay. Probably just because I like just because of my fandom for Sting, and I'm a big I'm a big Bret Hart guy too. Big fan of Bret Hart, but uh, Sting is probably my favorite wrestler of all time. And so that's why I would say the Scorpion Deathlock before I would say the Sharpshooter. And with the final three minutes of this podcast, we I do want to talk and touch on the Undertaker's submission hold, and why I didn't put it on was because I never knew the you know the Undertaker to really have a submission hold. It was the the power bomb in the you know the tombstone. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was kind of hard. And, and, and the choke slam, even. And, and the choke slam, uh, you know, when I was researching and just looking at other people's lists, I it popped up in so many lists, and it just wasn't iconic for me to think of that move with that character. You know, he made it iconic later in his career, I think, and and the fact that it was the Undertaker doing it, you know, is. It gives it uh, an amount of credibility and mystique. And then to have a name like Hell's Gate, and then to be based in reality, um, I think all of those reasons are why people like me um, put it on the, put it on the list. And I mean, that's definitely why I put it on the list. Tony, guess what? We did it. That's the tens, buddy. Where can people find you? We, we did it. We did it. You can follow me on, tw- yeah, we, you follow me on Twitter at Tony Colombo nine seven one. All O's in Colombo uh, at Tony Colombo nine seven one. Also, don't forget the new home of Smack Talk Live is on uh, my radio station's website here in St. Louis. The radio station that I work for, which is ninety seven one talk dot com. You can go to ninety seven one talk dot com slash Columbo, and you can find all of the different episodes of the tens you can find all of our reviews you can find all of the episodes of smack talk live right there if you're not already listening on our website so uh thanks to everybody dennis tell them how they can follow you before we wrap this up you can follow me on twitter at dennis 77 feral and facebook i tony's not on facebook but i am and that's where we generate a lot of our conversation. But follow me on Facebook, Dennis Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Tony, send him home. Great job today. Uh, great discussion. We'd love to hear your favorite submissions hold. So Facebook him to Dennis. Tweet him to Dennis. Tweet him to myself. Let us know what you think of our list. And thanks again for listening to another episode of The Tens on Smack Talk Live. We'll see you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.